0: It's 1102 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of PIPSO podcast, coming to you live from the Hallmark Visitor Center in beautiful Kansas City, Missouri. I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. Hey, let's go to the bow machine. With the push of a button, you'll watch our bow machine create a star-shaped bow you can take home as a souvenir.
1: That's Hallmark. You know what is perfect about that is that we're both stars. Just, just let that sink in. We're both stars. And every time we look at these bows, we're going to be able to remember that. Have you ever heard of, like, the A-list before? Yes. That weird show about uh, celebrities that you're obsessed with?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, so there's, like, an A-list, and then there's, like, a C-list. Yeah. For example, there's a reason why, like, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't do movies with Rob Schneider. Okay. But, I mean, if you're still Rob Schneider, like you, like Rob Schneider, he's still on
1: movies. He's on movies, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just is a C-list star. What movie is he on? What's the most recent one?
0: Uh, there was one where like he plays a dad that has to raise a kid, and he's like probably funny-ish, and he does
1: a lot of accents. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to look that one up. Yeah. Um, so I don't know where you're going with that, and it doesn't sound like you do either. You just are trying to come up with something you think will be a good way to take a shot at me. So Rob Schneider was being around the bush. Okay, no, okay. he's a Republican.
0: You're, you're a Republican. That's yeah. what I wanted to say. <laughs> All right. I'm not well, gonna. I'm that was a good not gonna pull punches. It. Yeah, thank you. I should just be more direct. Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, speaking of the C list, Martin, I'm gonna tell you what I've been watching the Bulls lately. Mm-hmm. Uh they are flat out terrible right uh notice they did nothing at the trade deadline and i watched the game that they played against the the new jersey nets that are now the brooklyn nets but they traded everybody the uh, nets did yeah and they uh, they had no players on their team at for the game and they just the bulls never had a chance that not not even it was not even close. And, you know, Vucevic, uh, he's, you know, it's like, well, well, you know, he, he, he's not really a traditional post player, which means he can't score under the basket. Uh, but you know, uh, he can, he can pull the defense back cause he can shoot threes. Uh, that guy shot, uh, every shot he, he took bounced about a mile into the air off the rim or the backboard every time he shot it. I can't believe that they got that guy even as a starter. And, you know, DeRozan is hurt because he's been playing, you know, he's been the only good player on the team now for years. And he was supposed to be going into the twilight of his career, but he's single-handedly keeping the team above water. They should have traded him just out of mercy so he could go to a good team and win, but they didn't. That makes me mad. And then, uh, you know, Levine, uh, once he gets his head out of his you-know-what, actually, it may be better that he just keeps it there, because once you hear some of the stupid stuff that comes out of his mouth about, oh, I don't know, the rhythm isn't right, and all this BS, like, Talk about a guy whose head just went completely into the clouds once he got his max contract. He just does obviously is not in tune with the team. He's not a leader. He does not care if they win or lose. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm so sick of it that they're not even trying. And I'm so sick of it. It makes me want to take my head off and throw it out into the street so that it can get run over.
0: Well, you'd lose your head if it wasn't screwed onto your face.
1: Well, I'm going to unscrew it.
0: Sounds dangerous. Um, well that's interesting. I don't really watch Bulls games anymore because they're not good. Um, well you're you're not missing anything. That's what I can gather. Well, there's only I heard yesterday there's only like 29 games left. Yeah. then you can watch a team that will be overperforming every day, the White Sox. True. That's coming right around the bend, my friend. Correct. Um, did you know that besides today being Valentine's Day, which it is, uh, there's a a lot of history behind February 14th.
1: No, I didn't know that.
0: I think you did, but I'll let it slide. This on this day, in the year two seventy A.D., Valentine, a holy priest in Rome in the days of Emperor Claudius the Second, is said to have been executed.
1: Oh, is that right? That's that what it, it says on became, the paper. When did he become Saint Valentine? I, it wasn't on this day. Because, you know, nobody says St. Valentine's Day anymore because they're afraid to admit that they're religious and then they'll get canceled. Yeah, just smart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, what, you do. do you want to be canceled? I mean, if it's for the right reasons, yes, actually, yes. Then I wouldn't have to worry about the woke mob coming after me.
0: Well, I heard so Sarah Huckabee
1: you, Sanders
0: talk about that just the other night.
1: I mean, you're you're you actually do a great job of constantly making sure that everything you say is woke enough.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, I don't want I don't want the haters and the losers coming at me with flaming pick pitchforks, you know?
1: Okay. Really flaming anything. I, wouldn't, I would not want that either. Yeah. And I'm glad that you have a strategy. I do.
0: So, something else had happened on this day. The Battle of Cape St. Vincent. The British fleet, under Admiral Sir John Jervis, defeats the larger Spanish fleet under Admiral Don José de Córdoba E. Ramos, near Saint, Cape St. Saint Vincent, Portugal. Count Bustardo distinguishes himself. Ooh. Do, yeah. do tell. Do tell. I I just did. That's all the info I got. But oh. I, I feel like there's more to the story.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I guess we'll have to go to the library or something. I know it's hard to do research like that, unless you're at the library.
0: There's no way of knowing. It's yeah. unknowable. Yeah. And then finally, on this day in 1971... Richard Nixon, Matt's favorite president, installs a secret taping system in the White House. Nice. You have a secret taping
1: system. Is it the same technology? It's not secret. uh, And it doesn't use tape. So... um, Wow, sounds mysterious. Yeah, no, but that's exactly the point. It's not. It's... I, I guess no ever, one
0: is ever going to find out your secrets.
1: No, they will. Because you don't get it. I, it's no, no one will know. not secret.
0: You, you know, can't get blood from a stone, and you can't tell Steppy to talk about his secret taping system.
1: Nixon was still president when I was born. It, he didn't last too much longer. I think he was only a few more months, but... He so I, I in, have a I have a special connection with him. In a and way, he's like your father, President. Yeah. Actually, that's true in a lot of ways. Yeah, which is funny. So. Um, but uh, yeah, he. We also we saw him. We were in Williamsburg, Virginia, when I was a kid in the, like 1981, I think, and we saw Nixon walking down the street. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and, you know, he was very, he was a recluse pretty much after, thank God, after getting kicked out or, or sorry, resigning from the White House. Um, yeah. And my grandmother saw him. She goes, oh my God, it's Nixon. And then we went, we all went like running over to see him. Yeah. Did you get true. stopped
0: by the Secret Service or he, did he, they not care about him anymore?
1: No, I mean, they, he did have a Secret Service detail, but, it, you know, he was. This was 1981. So, you know, it's not like he just had some guys probably who had guns. Well, you know, Reagan got shot too. I wonder when that was. Hm, that's a good question. Anyway, let's move on. Nobody okay, cares terrific. about any of that. Um, I hope so. They're listening or not. I don't even know. Well, I wanted to share, you know, since, you know, you're you're uh, you're afraid to express your religiosity but you know that's true i personally i'm very in touch with my spirituality and religious background um and i, I thought maybe that was going to be a good thing to bring to the show so i've th- this week um i wanted to talk about what i'm calling pipso scripture and um I feel like this is an opportunity for us to share some kind of bedrock fundamental uh beliefs that we have and you know it's going to maybe be good for us as just as people you know and podcasting teammates to uh to discuss our our scriptural feelings or whatever and then of course our audience not only will get to know us better but maybe they'll get a new way of they'll have a new way of looking at the world around them. So Great, sounds good. So this is the book of Matthew from the book of Matthew uh 33:11 and um basically what it says I'm I'm not going to read the original you know language because it's a lot of like uh you know th- thy and uh, all that crap but essentially it's what it says is that stupid burglars okay in popular culture when we were kids helped us believe that being honest is is what doing the right thing is because if you're a burglar you're you're just stupid and you make a lot of stupid mistakes and you wear like one of those black things over your eyes with cuts in it for your eyes like the the Hamburglar yeah like the Hamburglar exactly um you know and then of course they sort of they they sort of went well they didn't it didn't just sort of they did go nuts with this in the movie Home Alone but this was something that was part of my childhood very I, I remember this very clearly just the idea that people that did the wrong thing were always sort of like hapless like idiots you know it's like oh well you know those st- stupid bank robbers like you know this slipped on a banana peel and then the cops caught them or something and I just wanted to you know put that out there because you know as an educator f- for sure you I think are in tune with you know what kids these days are thinking 100 you know, percent you're an expert on it Let's just uh-huh. put that out there so anyone can ask you anything and you'll have to you'll have to have the right answer because you're an expert.
0: And I always tell
1: the truth. Right. What you do. Um, what do you think? Do you think that, you know, do you think that our society is moving backwards because, you know, we stopped we stopped sort of all buying into this idea that, you know, good guys were good guys and bad guys were bad guys and or gals too sorry and that you know now we just somebody was like in some marketing meeting was like you know what we're gonna turn everything on its head we're gonna be the we're gonna be the cola of the bad guy and then all of a sudden everybody started like going nuts like and then now everything is backwards like only the only people who don't follow the rules and only do what they want at any any given time are the good guys what do you think i can tell you thought about this a lot
0: and it makes sense 100 percent, what you're saying um it just brings me back to like the hamburglar yeah. at the end of each commercial he just did, did he get arrested and then he keeps escaping from jail Or are they simply like, oh, you're a hamburglar. You can't have any burgers. We're not going to give you any. So you can't eat, but we're just going to let you back on the streets. So is it like a revolving door criminal justice system there? Well, that's, that's,
1: you know, that's actually a really good point. Um, I don't know, you know, if they, when the hamburglar, is in front of the judge or whatever. I don't know if they're like, look, uh, you know, look, my client, you know, he's he has a disability. He he can't stop eating hamburgers, so you know, and they have to be McDonald's, so you know, of course, he's going to try to continue to steal them. He has no job. He because he all he talks about is hamburgers. So then the real question is why don't those corporate stooges give him a job? And then maybe they did having him be on their advertising campaigns. But let's go back to what you're saying. I think that that's a really good point. If we want the Hamburglar to stop acting that way, we have to give him some incentive, right? We can't just, can't just throw him out on the street and be like, no, you can't have this one thing that you want. No, go get a job. And it can't be at McDonald's.
0: So Matt, can we... Perhaps stipulate this. In McDonald's land, the only food you can eat is stuff from McDonald's. Okay. So if the hamburger can't I didn't know that. It's you stipulated to it, so it's fact, basically, for our purposes right now. Okay. Um if you can't eat hamburgers from McDonald's, he's not gonna eat anything. God, that's all. Do you understand so It's like the old dilemma, right? What do you do with someone who's stealing bread to feed his animals that he's at the zoo, that live at the zoo that he inherited? Right. Are you really going to hold that person accountable the same you would, I don't know, someone that robbed robbed a service merchandise? Right.
1: Or Zales.
0: Yeah. I don't think you could rob Zales if they have too many security features.
1: That's true. My dad always did use the example of the bread and the zookeeper that inherited the, the animals.
0: Right, right. Uh, Matt, that's a Matt Damon documentary. Mm-hmm. Rounders. Um, so, so my question is, why is McDonald Land set up in the way where people like the Hamburglar, who already wears clothes that indicate him as a criminal, have to steal to eat wow you know and is he I I believe that striped outfit is the only clothing he has after he was released from prison because they're overcrowded oh my god this is awful <laughs> it's not good it's you know yeah but at the same time I don't you know he couldn't get any job. Like he's too good for every job.
1: Well, let's not blame it on him. You know, let's not go there quite yet. I think, you know, I think the hamburger would be the first one to admit if you could understand what he was saying, because it's really hard because he mumbles, but I think he'd be the first one to admit what his goal is. I mean, he's not like some kind of like, anyway, he's, he's out to steal hamburgers so he's made you, is he that's his
0: motivation how do you I know his know. motivation is just to survive
1: okay to eat, Matt? well yes you're right that's you true you think you no, know you're he's, right
0: gonna he's think he steals the hamburgers and then see i'm i doesn't eat them
1: i'm so brainwashed that i can't even i i can't believe i'm such a this whole this show i'm I'm about to. As soon as the show's over, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go tear up all the two for one McDonald's receipts that I have. Where you go, dude, you go to McD Voice and you fill out the questionnaire, and then they give you a code. And then you t- next time you go to McDonald's, you c- you can get another free double cheeseburger when you get one. Um, and I'm sure when they get that receipt, they check the code, they put it into the computer. Okay, this is this is good. This is a Some of them might not be. Yeah. I don't think you have to do that. I think you well... can just hand them a piece of paper and they'd be like, okay, whatever. Here you go. Anyway, I, I this blows my mind. I'm really glad that we had this discussion. Um and uh I, I appreciate your your ability to help me flesh this out. I'm never eating a McDonald's again. I'm never never tolerating in any way their uh, their crass consumerism and corporate stooge mentality where they're just I mean the hamburg you can say what you want but he's he's well I don't know if he's a human, but he's alive and he's sentient and he deserves you know he deserves I think he's from America. He's not a Spaniard. Well he's from McDonald land. So I don't know what that is. It's near Kansas the, City. It's like, well, like the Grimm, Vatican. Is the, Are the fry guys human? I mean, come on. Let's. This is going to get off. This is going to go off the rails, in, here in a second. But anyway, thank you. I've yet another reason to to not ever eat McDonald's again. Which just we can all agree, no matter what our feelings. That's probably good, because food isn't very good for you. You heard it here. One, don't eat
0: food. It's bad for you. And two, if you go to McDonald's and hand them a piece of paper with any code on it, you get two-for-one double cheeseburgers.
1: Yeah, or Egg McMuffins. Or you get a... a, Or Quarter Pounders, I guess. Anyway. You can get anything you want, two-for-one. By the way, that... When Martin coughs like that, he's using the cough button, which you press when you have to cough, and then it amplifies the sound. No, the, my cough button just makes coughing noises. Okay.
0: Well, it's like you know, one of those like machines that make noises.
1: Like it makes like the tin whistle sound and like, bonk, like. Yeah, ice cream bonk, truck. Bonk. Flatulence, whatever. Flatulence. All right. Are you ready for a, a game of 33? Let's I get, am. I have a right. number. Okay. Uh, 92. It was
0: 91, um, but I was closer. Okay. So, okay.
1: yeah, you, I guessed what, 11. Because you guessed 91? I was okay. closer. Okay. All right. So, uh, so do you want to accept... Or do you wanna, um, you know? Give? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the giver.
0: Okay. The name of the game is thirty-three. Okay. Heart-shaped box of chocolate.
1: Um, a lovely gift. Very thoughtful. As long as the chocolate isn't cheap.
0: Candy hearts with
1: messages on them. Um. Funny funny how something is is ubiquitous, a ubiquitous candy at this particular holiday that is I mean I'm not I'm not sure what the percentage is, but it's gotta be way higher than in any other industry would be acceptable that most of those candies which have no taste whatsoever uh, the point is for the little message on them, and they re- you. You almost—it's a crapshoot whether you'll be able to read what it says on there. I mean, M and M's doesn't have that problem. In fact, they can make you—you know—ones with whatever you want on there. Anyway, sorry.
0: You really set this next one up, M and M's Valentine's Cupid mix milk chocolate candies.
1: Um. Pretty, pretty awesome sounding. I'm not sure what how that makes them any different than just regular M and Ms. I mean, aren't they all milk chocolate? Uh, except they probably just give you the red ones and then white ones. They might have pink ones. Or pink. They might have ones. different colors than usual. Well, then they're then they're just oh, okay. So they're outside the tradition. Yeah, let's not get into the M and Ms thing. Talk about a company that won't stand up for woke values. But anyway. Yeah,
0: they're pretty happy to put any color and just change everything around to traditional roles of M&Ms. But when push comes to shove, they're not talking. No. Interesting. Yeah. Well. Well, not your best, not your worst.
1: Well, I think I have a I have I also have a good 33 for you. Uh, also, Saint Valentine's Day themed. Uh, Steph Curry.
0: Uh, she she was the middle sister Stephanie on the TV show Full House. She was not the. She was probably the worst character, sort of a dog face.
1: Whoa. Okay.
0: Um what? She, just impartial. She wasn't. Impartial. She
1: was, or she wasn't, the worst character.
0: I said she wasn't the best character.
1: Oh. Dog face. She wasn't the best? She was a dog face? When do you, how good do you have to be to not be a dog face? Well, you have to look not like a dog. It's not really like being, it's looking. Oh, Oh, okay, got it. Um, Okay, Eddie Curry. He founded that, uh, like, Fish, fast food
0: restaurant, Fast Eddie's. You could get like a fish fry, fried shrimp, whatever. It's not good. Fast like a, Eddie's? Yeah. Fast, fast Eddie's Fish Shack. Uh, that, like was a, Ed,
1: that was that Eddie Verdoliak. I think you're confused. Fast Eddie.
0: No, I, I know who I'm talking about.
1: You're well, out Right, of but you know who you're it's talking not, about, but don't, we don't. Do,
0: do not talk over me. This is the last warning. Um, it's like a poor man's long
1: John Silvers. It's not good. Wow. All right. And then finally, chips and curry. This
0: is something that the Brits did. Um that just is not good. It's it's terrible. Their food without a doubt is bad. The only food they have there is food from other countries that they colonize that's good. But then they like try to mix it with their own stuff it's not good like you wouldn't if I was like hey Matt do you want to come over for some of Martin's famous stew you would obviously say no I would
1: obviously say no
0: (laughs) right same thing it's like you have King Charles up there in the kitchen you might have to break down and go to McDonald's and use one of your fake
1: coupons chips and curry is one of the only good things that they make but okay Yeah. It's okay. Whatever food expert. Okay. Thank you. Correct. Now, uh well, this was great. Um, let's move on to hurrahs and huzzahs. Okay. Uh, if you Terrific. if you're okay with that.
0: I feel uh, like we've already moved on, so just I'll I, just have to roll with
1: it. Yep. I wanted to I wanted to give a hurrah this week to a song by the Grateful Dead. Uh, written by Robert Hunter called Eyes of the World. And, uh, you know, at times, since COVID especially, I've had a, I've, I've always liked the Grateful Dead, but since COVID, which has been like, what, 19 years now, I've had a real strong resurgence in my listening and just almost like rediscovering their music. It's hard to explain, but it is actually happening. And uh considering, you know, my mood has not been so positive most of those years, that has been a, a good part for me. And uh, I never really got eyes of the world or thought that much about it, other than thinking it was sort of the the classic Grateful Dead, like jingle jangle, like do and then it like goes on for like 20 minutes. But actually, it's turned into one of my favorites and I just, I really love it. Give it a listen. Um, Just go on YouTube and and find the one that everyone listens to the most and listen to it. That one is actually one with, uh, from 1990. So
0: it has Bruce Hornsby in it.
1: But just think of it. I was just playing that in the background. Wake up to find out that you are the eyes of the world. So, you know, at any point, you, just you, listener, or you, Martin, well, not you, Martin, but, or anyone else other than Martin, all you have to do is just wake up, open your eyes, and you'll realize that you, your vision of the world is just as important and as profound as anyone else's. Uh, and, you know, peace.
0: Hurrah. Oh, great, great. I have a huzzah, and remember, this is the bad one. Um, this one goes out to the haters and the losers, and I have two particular, particular haters and losers this week. Matt, let me start with you. Sometimes Matt thinks he's funny when he's not funny and he's just mean, and people are sick of it. They invite Matt to these events and then he'll reply with some snide remark like, I live 13 hours away. And he thinks it's so funny. And all people wanted to do was him come to their event and put up with his nonsense because some people still like what he has to say and then he turns it into some big joke. And then the second one, lower on my list, but in a sense, there are two sides of the same coin. Sort of the original dog face. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, if you did not get a chance to listen to her speech after the State of the Union, then you're in pretty good shape. So don't listen to it. But it was just full of weird cliches and hatred. And she was looking at you and she's even uglier on
1: the inside. Yeah, that speech, man. Oh, just think we had to listen to that crap every day. Oh, God. What a relief that we don't live in Arkansas. Oh, man. She, so you didn't ask me. I'm just going to quickly say she, the first, she made an executive order as soon as she became the governor that there, no one could teach CRT in Arkansas. (laughs) they weren't doing that anyway. I feel, and actually they weren't, I know that because I've, I've read it. So it must be true. Uh, And then you like, she also like put a ban on like drag shows and stuff like, is this really this whole idea that conservatives want small government and to get it out of their lives, unless it's to just punish either children or or LGBTQ people, or whatever it is, I mean, immigrants, is there? They what? What's next? I mean, what do we have left? Really? It's babies. That's the only thing we have left for them. And you watch. Well, no, we and we have a board, you know, abortion restrictions too. Just Those people need to just stop. Just come up with a new shtick. Here's
0: the issue, and if you live in Arkansas or Florida or any other state, you can look up CRT online, maybe use a VPN, because if someone stops breathing, you need to give them CRT before the ambulance comes, otherwise the blood will stop flowing and they won't get oxygen in their body. Exactly. Well said. You you don't have to do mouth-to-mouth anymore with CRT, I think. It just is all... The pumping.
1: Yes. The, the chest compressions. Yeah. So. Well, great great way to end the show with a with the public like service If you're like Matt and you
0: don't like physical contact, you can wear gloves.
1: Correct. And a, a, a oral barrier. You don't have to do oral anymore. Well, but you can put it... Well, let's just... Let's talk about that later. That's for after the show. Oh, okay. Well, have a great week, everybody, and happy St. Valentine's Day. See you next time.